If you're interested in making a podcast like I did with The Big O Show, I want to tell you about the free Anchor app. It's the easiest way to make a podcast today. They have tons of creation tools that allow you to edit and record from your phone or your computer, and they handle the distribution for you so you can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many, many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Big O Show. My hope for this podcast is that you leave informed, but more importantly, inspired. And just like that song said, this is going to be the best day of your life. If you have that mindset, you're already halfway there. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Big O Show podcast, a podcast about sports, motivation, and life, hosted by yours truly, Ryan Anka. On this podcast, you're going to hear things about sports, motivation, or life itself. Uh, The first two episodes of the podcast were uh, strictly centered around motivation, and there will be episodes uh, solely like that. Uh, But other weeks, we'll uh, talk about, or I'll talk about, uh, specific sport topics or things uh, that I find interesting or that have come out from the following week. Before we get to all that, though, I'd like to just reintroduce myself. Uh, If you've listened to this podcast before, you know what I'm about to say. Uh, But if not, uh, welcome. My name is Ryan Anka. This is my podcast. Uh, It was inspired through many, many years of uh, being an avid podcast listener, uh, but finally took uh, the initiative to start this podcast in the middle of a pandemic. So that's what motivated me to get started. I'm an ex-college football player living in Pensacola, Florida, recently got married, and am going through the same type of struggles in everyday life that all you guys are doing today. Oh, and uh, most importantly, I am doing what I love to do, which is coach high school sports. Last week, we talked about the fear of failure and what causes us to be afraid of things and why we should ignore those things unless they're obviously dangers. Fear, more times than not, uh, tends to be things that we create or scenarios of situations of things that we create um, because we don't want to be associated with failing. And if you didn't take anything away from last week, hopefully you can take this uh, quick little tidbit or information that failing at something is not fatal or final. It only becomes fatal or final when you stop trying. So don't stop trying. Hopefully this past week uh, it inspired you to maybe try something new or uh, planted a seed for hopefully one day that you will take that leap of faith and pursue something uh, that you find interesting or try a new hobby or, you know, anything. Now is the time. What other excuse do you have? Why not try something different? Why not try to be uh, who you really want to be? So that was last week's uh, podcast. If you uh, want to check it back out, it's uh, episode two titled Fear of Failure. Please be sure to do that. I just want to reiterate again uh, my appreciation and thanks for everybody that's checking out this podcast. Uh, It's doing uh, better than I thought it would, and I will continue every week to put out a uh, 
little podcast or thing of motivation to hopefully uh, carry you guys over. I'm going to try to continue to do this uh, even post-pandemic because, like I said before, it's something I'm passionate about, something that I've wanted to do forever. Uh, If you ask any of my friends, I told them a while ago that if I ever had a uh, talk show or sports show, it would be called The Big O Show. And, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do with it, but it's kind of evolved into this format that you're hearing here. You know, it's a little bit of hodgepodge, but it's 100% me. And I think that's the most important thing. Whatever you're trying to do, whatever your passion is, make sure it's 100% you. Because that's the only way to make sure that you're going to be happy with doing it. All right, one thing uh, that I have not really done, obviously I've uh, talked about motivation revolving around sports, but I haven't talked a lot of uh, sports topics because there really hasn't been a lot of uh, live sports. Uh, So far I've seen a few sports come back. I saw the Bundesliga came back in uh, Germany this past week. They they played in front of zero fans, which is a very... It's not that weird from a spectator standpoint, except you don't hear the crowd, you don't see the chants. Obviously, soccer fans are very... uh, passionate uh you know fans and uh you you're not able to see that and teams are not able to celebrate after they score so it's a very eerie feeling but i feel like it's kind of more of the norm that we can expect at least for the uh, foreseeable future but talking about foreseeable future i wanted to just give my thoughts uh, real quick i saw that the ncaa Uh, This week announced that uh, teams, in particular football and basketball players, may return back to their college or university starting June 1st if the college or university allows it. Now, a lot of people take this as a win, thinking that the college sports or seasons are coming back. It's inevitable. It can't be stopped. I don't think it's as much that. Not that I am against that. Obviously, I want sports back more than probably the most people that I know. But... Uh, All this is to me, and I just kind of read between the lines, but to me this is just the NCAA uh, trying to alleviate or switch the blame, saying we're not the bad guys because we know the NCAA usually is pegged as the bad guy, rightfully so, because they stop a lot of things from happening. Uh, But this is not the case. They're just uh, switching the blame to the college or university because most colleges have come out and said that they will not allow athletes to participate in any activities if the school's not in session, which makes sense to me. Uh, A lot of people don't like that. Like I said, I live in Pensacola, and obviously we're in the deep south to where a lot of people are very, very passionate about college football, rightfully so. Uh, So they don't want to hear that the season might take place uh, in the spring or October or maybe without fans altogether. But it, um, nonetheless, it's a step in the right direction. You can take it how you want. I, for one, don't see it as the uh, end-all, be-all, inevitable step that we are guaranteed to have a season next year or guaranteed even for these workouts to start June 1st. But it gives you optimism. You know, It gives you hope that there's some type of normalcy coming back to uh, college athletics. We will see how that plays out here in the uh, coming weeks. But I expect a lot of restrictions and uh, guidelines here going forward. So that's all I have to talk about as far as my sports message or talking points for this week. With no further ado, let's go ahead and get into this message for this week, which is talking about passion and what are you passionate about, why you should pursue your passions, and why you should be comfortable with being uncomfortable. 
So I told you guys last week that uh, I was watching the uh, 10-part documentary called The Last Dance on ESPN. Uh, it's very entertaining, I think. You know, it happened, most of it takes place in the uh, 90s. And for those that don't know, it's uh, revolving around Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls and their two separate uh, three-peat championship runs in the NBA. Uh, in particular, The Last Dance is titled The Last Dance because before the final season, the general manager uh, told the head coach, Phil Jackson, that even if they went 82-0, and which is win every single game in the regular season, he would not return uh, as the head coach the next season, which is just crazy if you ask me because that's what you want in a coach, that's what you want in a team is to win every game, right? So it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But anyways, that's kind of what sparked this theme, this idea, this thought for this documentary. It's a great documentary. I highly recommend it. Again, like I said, uh, it's the closest thing to live sports that we have. And like I said, I grew up in the 90s, but obviously did not remember a lot of this. I, my more recent memories of Jordan was with the Washington Wizards and obviously watching like Space Jam and things like that as a kid. The biggest thing that I want to talk about uh, with within the last dance, like I said, it's not going to be the only thing we talk about, uh, but uh, there was something in particular that I found uh, interesting. And many people, many avid sports fans, I wouldn't say many people, uh, know or have heard about the flu game, the famous Michael Jordan flu game that happened in 1997 in Game 5 of the NBA Finals uh, that happened to take place in uh, Utah. So they're playing the Utah Jazz, and famously, it's been known that Michael Jordan uh, had the flu. Well, in this documentary, it comes to find out that he didn't have the flu. Uh, he was actually food poisoned, allegedly. So uh, th those details are you know, not the point of what I'm trying to make here. Those are just supporting uh, thoughts with the flu game in itself, whether you want to call it the flu game or the food poisoning game. You know, flu game has a better ring to it for sure. But uh, lo and behold, Michael Jordan ended up having one of his best games in the NBA Finals. He is 6-for-6 uh, six six in the NBA Finals, as in he's been to the Finals six times. He's won six championships. But this was one of his uh, most memorable performances, as obviously he was sick. He didn't have much in him, but he still found a way to get out uh, his competitive nature and, and get his best out of himself which is a uh, very interesting thought. I'm sure if you've played sports at some point in time in your life, you've been sick or not felt the best, and sometimes you can find that that second gear, that, that next level of competition, that almost fight or flight, uh, if you've heard that before, where you feel like you've got nothing left, but you find something deep with inside you uh, to bring out the best, the competitor, the competition that drives everything. So like I said, this is one of Michael Jordan's uh, best NBA final games of all time. He ended up playing 44 minutes, which is a majority of the game. I think all but uh, four minutes of the entire game. And ended up with 38 points, which a really good basketball player in the NBA maybe scores 30 a game. In today's game, you know, they maybe score a few more, have a few crazy games where they score 50 but it's not a common thing especially not when you get to the NBA Finals when you expect uh, the best of the best competition you don't expect players to have some of these heroic games but anyways he scores 
38 points in 44 minutes. He looks exhausted. If you've seen the documentary, you've seen any of the commercials, you see how tired and exhausted he looks as soon as the uh, game stops or there's a timeout. He's almost passed out on the floor. But as soon as the game resumes, he finds that extra gear. He finds that that grit, that whatever you want to call it. For me, I would call it sizu, which is a Finnish word that means courage, hard work, determination. It's kind of a mantra, or at least it is for me. So he finds this deep within him to finish the game uh, the right way. They end up winning, and they close out in six games, and he wins his fifth of six championships. But this was a, a very memorable game, obviously. So why am I talking about Michael Jordan so much? I'm not even the biggest Michael Jordan fan. I do love and appreciate him and think he is one of the best players of all time. I don't care for him as a person, but I think as a competitor, he is uh, one of, if not the best competitors of all time. But I saw a lot of things within it that sparked uh, interest and made me question things and wonder about certain things. And in particular, you know, what drives you? What what makes you tick? What makes you want to get out of bed every day? Or what makes you not want to get out of bed every day? But in particular, what drives you? So for Michael Jordan, it was to win. He obviously wanted uh, personal accolades and stuff. But at a certain point in time, what does that get you? Same thing like for us. We want personal accolades. We want those promotions. We want those, we want those uh, higher paying jobs and things. But if you find your worth in that, you know, they're going to be hollow. They're going to be empty. So what truly drives you? What drove Michael Jordan was winning championships. But for you, it may be something different. You know, what are you passionate about? What would you, if money was not an issue, what would you really want to do in life? That's what you're passionate about. Now, I'm not saying to quit your job or anything. What would you do if eventually, maybe in 3, 4, 5, 12 years from now, you could turn that passion into a career? Well, the big thing is you won't know if you don't start. So it goes back to your mindset. It goes back to not fearing failure. But it also goes back to taking that chance, following your passion. What drives you? What makes you motivated? And this was a question I actually got while I was in college. Now, I can't remember the class, so I'll tell you how much I was paying attention. But when I heard this question, it really made me think, and I'm sure you guys have heard it before, um, but what would you change if you could change one thing in the whole world? You know, some people would say hunger. You know, I'd stop every, everybody that was hungry would be fed or homelessness or poverty in general or whatever is near and dear to your heart. You know, everybody's affected by different things or has different issues in their lives or different um, things that have been personal connections to either them or to the family members or friends or something. But you have something you're passionate about. So I want to inspire you guys to do a deep dive and find out what you're passionate about. If you have to write them down, write them down. You'll probably have more than one. But if you're not doing at least one of those passions, you really need to self-reflect and you really need to reevaluate why you're not doing it. Like I said, it doesn't have to be, this is my passion, I'm gonna do this as my full-time job. If you're able to do that, that's awesome. Because many people can't do that, or at least they can't do that at first. But if you're not doing your passion, in some form of capacity, whether it's a hobby, it's your career, or like we've talked about before, it's your job, you need to reassess. What do you have to lose with chasing your passion? At the end of the day, 
you care about it so even if the money's not there the fame's not there the success isn't there you're doing what you feel called to do you're doing what you feel like you were put on this earth to do so find your passion find your purpose and don't take no for an answer you have two choices when all this is said and done you can be comfortable or you can grow if you never push yourself you're never going to be able to grow don't be comfortable be comfortable with being uncomfortable so that's all i got for my message here today is don't be afraid to find your passion don't be afraid to pursue your passion don't be afraid to fail always remember you're put here for a purpose and you need to find that purpose and pursue that purpose relentlessly so in closing this week's podcast i want to give you a quote actually that i saw my aunt share on facebook that says stop being ashamed of how many times you've fallen and start being proud of how many times you've got up now i don't know who said that quote but it's very true don't be afraid or ashamed of how many times you've failed or how many times you haven't gotten the result that you want and start being proud of how far you've come and how far you're going to go go out and conquer the day make today the best day of your life and don't take no for an answer thank you for tuning in and i'll see you next week 